What's up? Welcome to another episode of I'm Chris the Don Juan Podcast, episode 75. How you living? I'm living swell. For a few seconds there, I just had a funny, uh, funny thought in my mind. But nevertheless, I'm the best. Uh, generally, I don't do episodes talking about religion and politics because I feel like those two subjects, uh, they really divide people's perspectives of the topic as well as the individual okay and i steer away from that i really don't go into full details talking about uh you know well political topics like uh who you should vote for who did i vote for what do you what do you believe what do i believe and my beliefs religious beliefs things of that nature because you know it can lead to other topics per se that really not in line of what your mind process and your beliefs are and then you know just get everybody coming out of the woodwork uh woodwork uh bringing in other uh discussions that has nothing to do with the topic itself okay so uh today and this has been going on ever since last week uh People want to call it a protest. People want to call it uh, um, uh, America, uh, Americans uh, showing where they stand. Uh, This was a mob type atmosphere. And I I remember uh, when people were holding hands, walking in the streets, when so many African-Americans were were dying from uh, police violence. And sending uh, a nationwide one message, okay, the Black Lives Matter movement and how people look at that puzzled and confused. And then they started, you know, throwing topics to uh, Black Lives Matter that has nothing to do with, with, do with Black Lives, the Black Lives Matter movement, excuse me. And how people would look at that as, and it, they'll look... They would frown upon that and then make excuses of, you know, well, make excuses for the police officers, okay? Then make excuses for the bills that are put, I mean, the laws that are put in place that that pretty much protect police officers, all right? And then you had people throwing in, well, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, COVID-19, know people are out here not wearing masks i mean you know anything and everything to downplay this movement and they were and the majority of them were peaceful now i'm not going to get it twisted and confused there was some uh there were some incidents where let's just be fair about it it could have been handled and addressed differently you know i'm all for protesting i'm all for uh, allowing the nation to hear your voice, but I'm not for chaos. I'm not for uh, destroying property and, and graffiti and, and things of that, of that nature. Now, some of these uh, people that were in these protests were saying, well, it was just chalk. You just wash it right off. But the fact still remains, I'm not down for destroying somebody's property. You know, you have to, when you go into someone's living room or if you go to someone's house or if you go to someone's uh, 
backyard or front yard. You have to respect it like it was, you know, you want you want you want to respect that person's uh property like you would want someone to respect yours. You don't want nobody coming to your property. That you know, I, you know, even if they are they have criticism towards you. You know, they're your guest. They're your guests. So, you know, you have to give them respect even though you know that uh, they they are critiquing you about something. And that's fine. Everyone has an opinion. But I'm just not for destroying people's property. Tip. Alright? And when I look at fast forward to the riot, the riot, the mob, and a lot of a lot of officials are calling it terror terrorism. And it just goes to show how a already an unrested nation, blacks and whites, we are at our tipping points. Uh, but we're thinking in two different things. As, F- as African-Americans, we have been dealing with a lot of the problems uh, that's even today, we still have to deal with those problems. And then we think of white America, you got a guy, you have a, a president that knows how to play your heartstrings and sending messages, untruthful messages about the, the election was rigged. Uh, they want to see me gone. Uh, you know, saying everything under the sun except saying the, the proper thing that you just got beat by a better, a better man. I don't now I'm not saying Biden is the end all and be all. I'm pretty sure Biden and, and uh Kamala uh, Kamara Kamala Harris, I think I mispronounced her name both times. Uh they got a long road. They got a long journey. But I feel on the outside looking in that they're going to do a better job than our current president. I think our current president, you know, he, you know, he was steadfast and didn't, and right out the gate, um, when he was in office, steadfast about this patriotic, uh, who's patriotic and who's not patriotic. He felt like people that kneeled uh, at the national anthem was unpatriotic. And that was a popular meme on social media. You had a lot of influencers, uh, a lot of entertainers, stars, journalists um, that was for and against it. Uh, I remember Sage Steele saying, uh, I forgot the football player's name when he was kneeling. She thought that that was unpatriotic and that was a that was disrespectful in in the in in the eyes of America, particularly if you're patriotic for America. Okay, and using that same and 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 when she said that a couple of weeks later, she makes a post about how she's trapped at a, a airport. 
her her plane uh she was gonna be she was gonna run late she was gonna run be uh gonna run late for the next assignment that she was scheduled to do in another part of, uh, of the state and was unable to do it because they had to cancel all the flights and she basically said on instagram how uh you know and, and basically turning that event into a negative and that was on the cusp and on the heels of people actually protesting peacefully, causing, you know, cause as far as daily life, distractions and delays, but nobody lost their life. Okay. Nobody lost or they lost or gained anything. Okay. But the message still be, had to be heard. And that's what the, uh, f- the the football players were doing. They were sending out a message, but they wanted to be respectful uh, towards everybody. And the funny thing about the kneeling uh, uh, during the national anthem, anthem, this was suggested f- uh, from a soldier in the military saying, well, if you really want to respect the flag and not disrespect it, just kneel. So kneeling was the end all and be all on social media. That was so, you know, that was so a, a dis, being disloyal, disrespectful to our country. And that spawned into a lot of dividing and a lot of division with our country. You know, it's, we're already, we was already on the cusp of turmoil. Because when you look at it, and people, I, I feel like some people are so comfortable in their surroundings, they don't realize that there are people out there in the world that don't have those same opportunities as you do, that don't travel in the same circles as you. And they've been hypnotized or, delu- or delusional for a bit, temporary delusional being delusional that they seem to forget that there are people in the world that don't have the same opportunities as you there's people in the world that work just as hard as you fight just as hard as you earn just as hard as you but due to their uh, due to their skin complexion or due to their being different they don't get those same opportunities as you. See, it's not what you know, it's who you know. You can know absolutely deadly squat, but if you know the right people, those right people can put you in the right places. However, you can have four or five degrees, heavily educated, very experienced, you're very experienced, well dealt, and you don't get those same opportunities. So now you have to hustle in a different pattern to get where you ultimately want to be. All right. Sometimes the grind is even harder for those who really put in the effort and the work, but due to them being a little different and look a little different. Okay. It it just makes it even harder for those individuals. 
And that's what ultimately why the riot happened at the Capitol building. You started seeing an influence of people and, and stories of people showing the world what America means to uh, to Latinos, to African Americans, to transgenders, to different nationalities, dif- different uh, ethnic backgrounds. These individuals are heavily educated, heavily diverse, heavily experienced, and they're showing the world that this is what America is truly is. It's the haves and the have-nots. It's not what you know is who you know. And sl- and then words that were taboo, such as white America, white privilege. A lot of those, we have heard those through the years, through the decades, through the centuries. And it was sort of held back. It was never been addressed or been put out there publicly but now after the unrest of well ever since the the, ever since i feel like black lives matter has really put a very big spotlight on how white america treats different nationalities different genders it, it sh- it's shown the world through re- uh, through a lot of events with uh, police violence, um, you know, about how there's laws that are that are that are in the books that really don't favor other ethnic groups. Yes, even African Americans, and you got statues, you got. Things in our racial history past that are that are all over our Capitol buildings, our Senate buildings, our federal buildings, schools, places where, you know, you tax us every day. And that tax money goes to preserving those buildings and not only white America and, and, they, and you treat these buildings like museums and you, you know, harbor back to uh, the Civil War. And you got, you know, uh, figures in uh, those times that were known racist. Y'all got bus art sculptures. You got things from their past. And it took Black Lives Matter spawned all this. And then when we started putting into light police violence on on, on uh, African Americans it really uh, ignited a lot of other things so much so that uh, a lot of states had to rethink about things that they didn't necessarily either think about or they just didn't care they was going to just do what they want to do and finally they removed those items think about it those items were in those buildings for centuries And it took 2020 for America to realize that, oh, wait, these items that we glamorize in these federal and state buildings, the House, the Senate, uh, uh, the Capitol building, 
you know, a lot of these items, you know, we may see a lot of pride in them, but to a lot of, to, but to a lot of Americans, it's the majority of Americans. It's, it's, it's disrespectful. It's distasteful. Just because it's, it's, yeah, it's history and you can glorify that history, but not all history should be glorified to other people, particularly African-Americans. When you talk about the Civil War and when you talk about uh, the Civil War, well, the Civil War, and when you talk about, you know, even back to George Washington, there was races uh, that uh, that were there. And we glorify these these uh, individuals. And it took to it took 2020 for America to wise up, smarten up and realize that uh, these items could perceive as being distasteful, disrespectful to other Americans, other tax paying Americans. So now when, when you got all this going on. That's what that was sort of like the final straw, the the final grasp of white America. They had to react. They they were not going to you know you got that going up playing on in the background. Then you got President Trump leading this mob, having this these blind witnesses believe that the the election was rigged and. Trump figured if I just stir the pot and introduce a little chaos, then maybe they will see things my way. And when I say they, I'm talking about the House, the Senate, politics. And and maybe I could keep my job as being president. You know, all mad men in history believe that. When they're on the cusp of losing power, they spark riots. They spark division because that's the only way that they're so powerful. As long as I can divide y'all, if I can get this group to hate that group, then y'all going to be worrying about hating one another that you're going to forget about little old me and I keep my power. And that's what that's what Trump was doing. So when the riots happened and you and we all witnessed it with our own, with our own two eyeballs video live streams of people going into the Capitol building and destroying it vandalizing it taking items of and you know, if you want to see reverse police uh, violence, those protesters were unleashing on the Capitol Police, where now it's been reported more than four people have died from it. I believe two officers, uh, I think it's one officer that, that died, got hit with a fire extinguisher. Let that sink in. Y'all, y'all just think that they just the, the fire extinguisher just fell off the dropped off the wall, hit him on the head. What are the odds of that? But do you think someone took the fire extinguisher and used it as a weapon? It's 
white America sees that slowly but surely they're losing a lot of they're losing a lot of positions in politics where these states were custom they, they customarily just voted for the, the Republican. Now these states are flipping in now these states anybody can win. I felt like Georgia was the final straw for white America. And when they saw that state flip, chaos, they they knew slowly but surely it's not gonna it's no longer gonna be white America no more. It's gonna be America. And that's what as an African American, that's what I want. It's not like I want more. I just want to be considered equal. I want my voice to matter as well. I mean, as an African-American, that's all we ever wanted. Ever since Martin Luther King marched. That's all we ever wanted was to be equal, not above, not have the most power. Just be equal. And it took all of these incidents in 2020 for America to wise up and just gracefully gracefully bow out and say, you know what? All them decades where you guys said that uh, when we kept telling you guys there's no such thing as white America, when there's no such thing as white privilege, where there's no such thing as you're not equal. You know what? You guys were right. And it took all of those events in 2020 for everyone to smart up and wise up. And slowly but surely, you're seeing a lot of people that want the old America back. They want white privilege. Um, I remember there was this lady... And I forgot her name. I mean, well, I think she was on a sport. I think she was on ESPN. I can't remember. And they was talking about Robert Ory. And uh, he basically pleaded with, uh, he uh, talked about police violence. And he was basically pleading with the American public that it is real. And he was basically crying about his son, hoping that his son is not a victim of police violence. And as African American, as an African American, that ponders on an individual's mind and spirit daily. Okay, it's it's not the fact that you now you got to worry about a police officer pulling you over, trying to make you an example, or you might be a statistic for police violence, but then you might be a statistic on black on black crime as well as uh, just regular crime. You know, all of this increase as an African-American versus with white America, y'all don't have to worry about leaving your homes and the police pulling you over. And there's a possibility that you could be a victim of police violence or white on white violence but but crimes and violence itself yeah it, you know there's a possibility just like us but you we got we got these other factors 
that that makes it even worse for us. And that's what um that's what Robert Ori was basically pleading and, and crying about. And I remember a lady on ESPN talking about it and then she said um I didn't fully understand. I wasn't aware until I saw all of these stories and then I started reflecting in in her own life. Now this is what she said that there isn't such thing as white privilege. She talked about how she was walking in this uh uh she was walking uh in the park and they taped off the park where no one was allowed to go in. And basically uh the security guard uh there was an African American male, he wanted to go in and he said, No, you can't go in. All right. And she just walks up and they didn't uh, deny her of access. They just simply allowed her to walk through the park. And as she kept walking, she she kept thinking about that incident and she goes, oh, snap. That is a pure example of white privilege. She wasn't even aware of it. And remember now, white privilege is supposed to be taboo. It's supposed to be fairy tales. Okay. And that's, I mean, sometimes you have to see how the other shoe is on the other foot. Sometimes just because everything is culture in your life, everything is fine in your life doesn't necessarily mean that it's fine in someone else's life. Sometimes when you get that promotion and you say, and you kick your feedback, go, man, that was easy. Sometimes you got to think about the other people that tried for that position and it wasn't so easy just to even get an opportunity to put their name in that position. It's, it's a starting. I mean, it's just, so yeah, that's all I got for today. Look, I really don't like talking about politics or religion, but I felt like something needed to be said. Something needed to be heard. I mean, I need, you know, something had to be said. And I remember my people that were older than me say, we have a long way to, to go as African-Americans when, when, when we um, celebrate something that's positive for the African-American movement you'll have an elder tell you well we still got a long way to go even though this is big we still got a long way to go I'm going like damn really and now I'm looking back as when I was a child I'm much older now and even with all these recent events that happened, I feel like I don't think we have that much longer. You know, for centuries, we've been telling African-Americans the power of voting and voting really matters. It really matters when when all of us as African-Americans vote 
and you saw people that normally are not accustomed to voting voting because everyone had that common goal white blacks whatever whatever your nationality that the president that we have is unfit and he's incapable of running uh, of being our leader and our voices were heard and we need to continue to do that don't just stop here vote every four years vote for your house your senate your congressman your uh mayor your governor voting works what our what our elders would tell us year after year decade after decade voting is important we used to have crucial uh, we had to, we had these little phrases like rock the vote voting vote just do it we, we have all these uh clever these clever uh, meanings to get people to go out there and vote register to vote uh all these you know terminologies and now more than ever people are looking back and going damn voting really does matter it's important you see the power of voting the power of voting we find we got rid of trump trump got as little as two weeks that he's no longer our president and voting is so important did you see the turmoil after we voted our new commander-in-chief how you know people you got people rioting in the Capitol building because they were so accustomed of the majority of African Americans not voting and they dictated who by just simply voting they figured out by just simply voting they can dictate who has the power and this has been demonstrated for decade after decade after decade and we as African Americans we as America said we finally woke up we got woke and said you know what Uh, I need to vote and that's what we did and that's why we got change not all change is good but change is good change is different I'm not saying look Joe Biden uh, Kamara Harris, uh, they they got a long way to go. They got four years, and they see the problems of our country. And it's up to them. They got there's no excuses. Y'all are the spotlight is is more brighter on those two than Trump. There are no excuses. While while I mean, there's no excuses of all the stuff that you want to incorporate in our country. You don't. You have no excuses of getting that stuff passed. Now you're on the clock. You got four years to show and prove, or we'll just get you up out of there and find someone else. But I really do feel like it's going to be harder for Republicans to get back to get a Republican in the White House after the recent events of Trump. And now you got so and and even the Republican Party sees it. And now they're turning against Trump because you know why? If they start in unison uh, agreeing with Trump, that's even uh, 
decreasing them as far as getting another Republican as president. And you're going to see the Republican Party experiment. They're not going to get the they're not going to get the quote unquote same. They're not going to go into the bag and say, okay, who we're going to promote up. Okay. Uh, So the possibility of the next Republican superstar, he's not going to be a traditional white male. He may, they may be a female, maybe an African-American, maybe a Muslim, maybe you're going to see the Republican party experiment and bring different candidates that they believe that's going to be the one that they're going to ride and die for and promote them in the next four years. And it's not going to be the traditional white male because the Republicans, they have an image problem. Because right now, people that, that who are voting, their, their opinions has not changed about the Republican. They feel like the Republican Party has done more harm than good. And people are going to have this, they're going to have that stigma to, to, to rub that stain away from them because they all were for Trump. Now, slowly but surely, you're seeing a lot of people in the Republican Party uh, basically cr- finally critiquing, criticizing Trump. And that's a little too late because he's got two more. He's got two more weeks as being president. Now you're going to wait now. okay? and he's already demonstrated this type of behavior. So I feel like the Republican Party is going to experiment and dabble with other individuals that they're going to promote as the next big one. So I'm telling you, I'm I'm putting it out there in the air. Um, I'm just letting you guys know that there's a possibility uh, not a possibility. I feel like the Republican Party, and they have already experimented with different people, um, with different type of candidates that don't fit the same M.O. as an older white guy. They might go younger. They'll definitely go younger. They'll go. They'll go to a different gender to try to show the American public that they're. Uh, next uh, protege for the Republican Party is just like just like you guys, just like you guys, a hard worker. So them going to the same mo as a let's get a traditional white, an older white man that has some type of uh, military experience, that has some type of business, uh, you know. They're getting, they're stepping away from that, and they're now they're going to freelance and try to find someone that's just like you and me. And that's all I got for today. Hope you enjoyed this. Um, like I said, I don't like talking about politics or religion, but I felt like it just needed to be said. So it's your boy, the host with the most. I will see you guys on the next podcast. Oh, uh, I know I promised a lot of people that I was going to upload these episodes on my YouTube channel. I'm Chris Don One TV. Go check it out. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell. I have some great content there, by the way. Um, 
I was going to do that, but the way how the Anchor app allows you to import uh, your podcast onto YouTube, they have taken that feature away. I try to figure out a way to maneuver around it. I could just simply just let the episode play and just record it right then and there by screen time or by from my computer. And I felt like that took a little too long. So, uh... I'm not going to probably be, I'm not going to definitely do that, but if you guys like the podcast, just uh, share the, share this podcast with your friends, family, and followers. We need to get this podcast up and out of here. All right. Don squad in the house, stand up. Salute. It's your boy. Outro.